0: And on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, before we jump into today's episode, I'd like to take a moment to tell you about a few sponsors that not only help to make it possible to produce this show five days a week, but that I'm also genuinely passionate about promoting – especially since they're helping to fund all the cool projects we have in the works, such as the Positive Head app, the series that I'm intending to begin shooting within the next year, and whatever else we dream up over here at Positive Headquarters to help spread consciousness across the planet. Now, if you're short on time or just super excited for today's topic and want to dive right in and skip these ads, feel free to fast forward about two and a half minutes to get right into today's show. That being said, I strongly encourage you to listen because the reason I'm passionate about my sponsors is because they've made a huge impact in my own life, which is why I've aligned with these organizations, and I firmly believe they can do the same for you, too. The first longtime stellar supporter of the show that I want to mention is Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online with over 8,000 video titles. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. The second sponsor I'm extremely passionate about promoting is Purium. The reason I've aligned positive head with Purium is because I wholeheartedly stand behind their mission to end human suffering by making superfoods easily available to everyone with the ultimate goal to help restore mankind's harmony with nature in the process. I mean, what a noble mission, right? It's no mystery that you need to bring your mind, body, and spirit into balance if a person truly intends to manifest the greatest and grandest version of themselves. And for me, for years... I honestly felt like I was ahead of the curve in the mind and spirit category, but I was only average at best in the level of care I administered to my body. Sure, I was healthy-ish when it came to the food I put into my system, but after doing a Purium 40-day transformation with a 10-day metabolic reset and cleanse, I can honestly say I have reestablished my relationship with food in a very positive way. Not only did I drop the extra weight that I was carrying as a natural byproduct of the transformation so that I'm now at my ideal body weight, but I continue to feel like my best self by starting every day with an organic purium power shake that is made from raw superfood ingredients that were meticulously harvested, thoughtfully combined to optimize the nutritional impact it has on my body. I view the shake as plant medicine, really, and it happens to taste really delicious and I can make it in about 30 seconds. There's actually four core Purium products that I take every day, and honestly, I intend to do so for the rest of my life for a very scientifically sound reason. And if you want to learn more about those reasons, you can go check out my video at positivehead.com forward slash transformation, where I go into more detail. If you end up buying any of the Purium products, be sure and use the code positivehead, all one word for a 25% discount. All right, all you positive heads, on this week's Pow Wow episode, I have a very special guest here with me on the show. I have none other than Rasha, who is the author, as you guys know, if you've been listening for any length of time, of one of my all-time favorite books, Oneness, that I've been reading from over the last year, sporadically, actually maybe more than a year, uh, and just picking a chapter uh, randomly and seeing what comes through and, and I just absolutely love it I always refer to it as from my own personal perspective as the guidebook to ascension and I couldn't be more excited to connect with the author here today live and direct hello there Rasha welcome to the show
1: hello thank you so much for inviting me to be here today
0: Oh, it's my pleasure, and I I got to give a big, big thank you to the P heads out there who actually helped to co-create this by uh, coming to your events, right, and saying, "Hey, you've got to come on 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 the show," right? Nudging
1: me and emails from people who oh. know your work and know mine and have been trying to put us together for ages. So, and this and is if a I'd been really for- doing it.
0: <laughs> and if I'd been as prepared as I should, I would have their names in front of me. And I'm kind of kicking myself right now because I want to give a big thank you personally. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I get so many emails and I don't have them uh, pulled up in front of me at the moment. Mm-hmm. But you know who you are. Thank you so much for helping to make this happen. This is, uh, you know, what's beautiful about the show, uh, Russia, is it really is it, it co-created. You know, the, the, the listeners, uh, as I call them, affectionately refer to them as peaheads. Heads take over on Friday and it's all about, you know, Different, different, uh, you know, listeners come on and share their stories. And, uh, so this is just one more step in that, you know, when, whenever they're mm-hmm. asking questions that I address, or in this case, helping to facilitate our connection, it's just such a beautiful thing to co-create in, in this way. It's not my show, it's our show.
1: Yeah. Well, when this starts to happen, we pay attention. It's no yeah. accident when more than one person in one week is saying pick up the phone and call them
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> so, <yeah.
1: laughs>
0: yes indeed and Amazing. i originally reached out to you as one of when the show was just beginning because uh, you were on the top top of my list of one of my you know uh, wish list of of people that i would w- like to connect with so um mm-hmm. everything in divine timing and here we are you know three years later and i'd like to start yeah exactly exactly it's always though you know it's always when it should be and and the good news is is a lot more people will hear the message now than they would have three years ago as the show's uh grown so that's that's a good thing um but what i'd like to start with uh the the same question i always start with and you're in an elevator (laughs) this is a question you're in an elevator the (laughs) woman next to you looks over says what's your passion what do you say what's my passion
1: one is
0: what else could I yeah. say? <laughs> and you have a Ones. lot of floors left for her to con- for her to yes. try and figure out exactly what that is. <laughs> what, that,
1: what that is? What's my passion? Oh, delving into oneness, um, exploring the experience of oneness, sharing about oneness, transcribing mm-hmm. the teachings of oneness, um, yes. and on and on. Yeah. And on and on. Well, I have to say without question, that is the passion. The yeah. And that's time. what's
0: great is, is they're getting off the elevator. You can tell them to go pick up the book and they can really get the download. Uh, okay. It might take a longer than an elevator ride, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, So I'm here. So I'm here. Yeah. This is not a book that you you read in one sitting for
0: sure. No, it's, it's, a, it's a big one. It's a big one, but it's so juicy and good. Yeah. And you know, what's uh, interesting little synchronicity. Um, Actually, I just had uh, my friend, um, David Rostowski on the show last week, and he's an he's a young guy, new author. Actually, has my birthday, and I have a lot of synchronicity with my birthday. And he just happened to fall recording on my birthday week, uh, randomly uh, days mm. before our our collective birthday. Well, what's funny is I always refer to Oneness as the guidebook for ascension. It's just you know something that it kind of means to me, and I'll ask mm-hmm. you about that here in in a bit. But what's funny is he just wrote his first channeled book channel text and mm. it, it's called the ascension manual for planet earth so mm. uh, interestingly exactly. enough like that now here you are days later uh mm. it, it just kind of landing as well so it's uh i just love to see those connective threads like that it's it's really yeah. beautiful
1: perfect <laughs> Timing it is,
0: perfect. is it is perfect so yeah. um maybe uh russia you could take a moment and tell us a little bit about you know your story, which of course leads up to this <laughs> epic, uh, epic book. But how how did you end up where you are and doing the work that you're doing?
1: Um, that's an excellent question. Um, I'm still not sure <laughs> how this <laughs> came up, how this came about. Um, suffice to say, it was not my intention to ever be doing something like this. I I was um, leading what you call a very normal life. I had a jewelry company, I had several other careers, but there was a, um, a thread that was running through my life, an awareness that something beneath the surface was percolating in there. So um, I started by writing a book, transcribing a book in the 80s that mm. was not the source was not one. Is it's, it's entitled "The Calling." It's a beautiful book that eventually was I published ten years later. I mm-hmm. um, got up the nerve to publish this thing, and the the guide that was providing the information was my first real spiritual teacher. So for me, all of the journey and the teachings came from within me. Mm. I didn't go seeking gurus. I wasn't reading books. Um, Basically, I had this uncanny knack of being able to sit in front of a computer and just get into the backseat of my own consciousness. And whatever came forth, I just took it down like a secretary, taking dictation. So um, the first book was a beautiful book of very entry-level teachings and I published it and I thought, all right, well that's that.
2: Mm-hmm. And no
1: sooner was it out when I was told, Okay, your your time with this particular teacher is finished now and you are going to be transcribing the teachings of a source called Oneness. And I thought, wait a minute, <laughs>
2: I didn't sign <laughs> on for this yeah, right. So it, yeah, my <laughs>
1: resistance was really strong. I thought, wait, wait a minute. I, I said I would do this one book, but, you know, it seemed like mm. the powers that be had something else in mind. So over the years, I made my peace with it and started a relationship, which is really what it is when we connect with our own divine self. I started a relationship with this source I came to know as oneness. And, um, what I thought was the end of the story was I had barely just begun. Right. And I started transcribing concepts that I had no foundation for. I yeah. I didn't e- even understand what I was writing half of the time. But um, I gave myself permission to go with it because it just felt so right. The, the feeling inside was one of utter peace and joy when I made this connection. And that's what people seem to be experiencing, according to all the emails I get, when, when they mm. read these books. Somehow yeah. the energy of oneness comes through the writings, almost like they're tucked between the lines. Mm. I can't explain how that works. But yeah. that it works at this point is unquestionable. There's something yeah. there. So that was my experience of it. And... That helped me to trust in the process that what I was doing was at the highest level. These teachings were an, an outreach from the world of spirit. Mm. And um, that these teachings really proved out they rang true to so many people yeah. and to me. Yeah. So I, I went through it. 3,000 pages later, I had wow. transcribed. Some of it's in print, but most of it isn't yet.
0: Oh, wow. There's more to come.
1: Oh my, yes, yes.
0: Mm. Oh, so much. <laughs> so yes, much. because I'm getting down to like, you know, I've been reading for over a year and I think we're getting, we're, we're like at least two thirds of the way through. I, I sometimes do the random yeah. number generator and it'll spit out a chapter and it's like, oh, already did that one. Try again. Oh, already did that yeah. one. Try again. So, so, well, there you are know, when books you
1: could be drawing from that are loaded, yeah. absolutely yeah. loaded with divine wisdom that kind of take it to the next level for people. Oh,
0: Oh, I like, I like the sound of that. Yeah. I like the sound yeah, of that. a journey
1: that. to oneness. I think we mentioned that. Um,
0: Before we were recording, yeah. Yeah.
1: And really, that's
0: really yeah. your story, tie- that's your personal story tied in with more teachings, correct? A Journey it, to Oneness? It is.
1: It is. It's, it, it puts it in a context. There were all, all of these amazing teachings. What I decided to do is try to make sense of it for people. So mm-hmm. imagine this character we're going to call Rasha having mm-hmm. all of these crazy experiences as she stumbles down the spiritual path and falls on her face again, and mm-hmm. hearing the guidance that was given for that, that mm-hmm. Rasha thought was just for her. But it turns out it wasn't just for her. It was for everybody. Mm-hmm. I came to understand that as it went on. So giving the little stories of what actually happened That prompted such a profound teaching helps people to relate to it because Mm. I realized we all are living the same script, different names and faces, slight variations in the movie, but basically there is a theme running through a lot of these things. So I became the guinea pig that was going on the adventure, getting the guidance and taking it all down, and then I wove it together like a tapestry, right. so it made some sense. So that book, right. A Journey to Wonders, came out a couple of years ago, and that's something you may want to read from eventually when you run out of passages yeah. you haven't read from the other one.
2: Yeah, that sounds packed. like it. It it's sounds packed. like
1: it. Yeah, it was a seven-year period in my in my history. Wow. From the, Yeah, from the start to the point that it all came together. In the end, and lots of um, colorful stories from India, and my adventures in Northern New Mexico. How I finished the book, oneness, all of that was wow. was described, and and the coaching that went with it was documented.
2: Well, I,
0: I look forward. To, I'm, I'm going to have to. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm. What I love about that description is I am. A sucker for good stories. I love, love, love. The listeners know I love stories. And I always ask, you know, and I'll ask you for one at the end of the uh, here, um, you know, story of synchronicity or serendipity. Those are just, they're just so much fun. Yeah. So when you tie yeah. in stories with teachings, that is actually mm. the intention I have for um, a forthcoming book myself. Uh, and yeah. uh, where I sort of tell a lot of my magical firsthand stories that tie into my teachings and and beliefs and own perspective and and sort of you know version of the same thing right and and that's the wonderful thing about it we're all coming at the same thing as you said we all have the same story and we're coming at it from different angles and you know in different ways and it's just beautiful process that we're all undergoing and you know as far as speaking Mm -hmm. of process it made me i'd like to just ask you a little bit you you said something that was interesting you said you know you had this uncanny ability to just kind of let your consciousness take the back seat you weren't really stutter studying a lot of other texts or teachers and things like that and Nothing. i find that zero. i find i find that <laughs> fascinating because that is not common i mean i i would I, I would be willing to bet there are very few teachers out there who have yeah. not been influenced by <laughs> other teachings and so i mean talk about a pure channel. If you well, that, were just were like ground
1: rules, those that wow. was given to me early on was they wanted to keep me a blank slate, so they got mm-hmm. me early in my process.
2: So mm-hmm. I hadn't
1: really read anything much.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was I was having these amazing experiences of divine contact, but um the ground rules through meditation. Were, you get a lot it? of
0: meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Okay. I. I was not permitted to read. And if I attempted to read a little bit, just for curiosity, um, I would fall asleep immediately. It was so frustrating. Oh, well,
2: so, well, I, wow. So, <laughs> so,
1: so I, I gave up trying. I realized there was great divine wisdom in that protocol. So,
2: mm. Yeah,
1: I'm a blank slate. I haven't read anybody else's stuff.
2: So what wow. comes
1: from wow. me is not influenced. Yeah. And I have and, to and trust wh- that.
0: And what would you say, you know, it's interesting to me how many people are having some sort of a divine connection experience, channeling experience. I mean, it seems, uh, you know, you're the th- example, you're the third person mm-hmm. in a week that I've connected with who, mm-hmm. um, who, you know, I have had a dinner the other night where there's sort of a channeling experience. There was, you know, uh, David, mm-hmm. who I just mentioned, I think I recorded last within the week. Yeah. Now you, it's like, I'm surrounded by this, in, you know, I haven't personally had an experience where I feel like there's some other energy sort of mm. coming through me that's separate and apart from my own higher self or innate wisdom or whatever. Um, but yeah. it's uh, it seems to be something that's becoming more and more common and of course you have a lot of people out in the in our world who would you know immediately discount it as just quackery or what have you but as it's becoming more and more common um you know is, is this something mm. that i mean what do you say to a person like that and, and is this something this is that you think is just going to see subject. more and more of it? yeah this is a really.
1: huge subject first of all what i do i do not call channeling channeling mm, is something okay. where Um, what you're connecting with is other than your own consciousness. In the case of oneness, this is not other than what we are. You are Mm -hmm. just going, you are shifting into another octave of your own self, exponentially vaster than what you consider to be you, but it's not other than you. Channeling is consciousness that is external to your own source. Mm-hmm. So with that, what I teach is a mega-dose of caution. Be
2: mm-hmm. careful.
1: What, mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff out there.
2: Mm-hmm. And just
1: because they are out of body doesn't mean they're smart. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. necessarily that what they're saying is worth listening to. Mm-hmm. And the key to determining it is how does the information feel. Yeah. Does it feel right. like truth? Run it through your solar plexus. Are you feeling comfortable with this connection or does it feel uneasy? If it feels right. uneasy, tune out. Because yep. there's so much stuff out there and they are no less coming from ego than a lot of people who are walking around. Right. Thinking that they're very important because other people are paying attention to what they may happen to say. Right, some of these, these sources are, I don't know, they're extraterrestrial. Who knows how much wisdom yep. is in it? Yep. So yeah, discernment is a key word. Really discernment. Mm. Mm. Don't just you know trust innocently, because some consciousness is coming through some person that, that this is the, the word of the divine. It, it is not necessarily that. Right. You know when it is because you can feel it. Right. It's like, oh my God, you're plugged into the wall socket (laughs) in your heart chakra in the biggest possible way. Mm. Then you might want to pay attention and tune in. Right. Yeah, is this something I should consider? Even then, just you decide for yourself, never mind what somebody else's opinion is about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, didn't mean to go off on a tangent. No, is, no, no, that's a great
0: tangent, and, and 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 that is the whole point of this. You know, these powwows. You know, I have four four yeah. episodes or three episodes a week that I do on my own. So these are all about you know my guests and their wisdom, and of course, you know. So so there is no. You, you mm. can have a twenty minute tangent if you want, whatever you feel <laughs> is meant to come through. And you yeah. know, um, so I'm curious. You, you were talking about you know the the physical sensation part of it. Is that something? that was really profound for you when um when you know receiving uh and transcribing uh in the
1: beginning it was it was i was taught techniques of determining the source to be sure nothing else was playing with me mm, Gotcha. So i could i could absolutely be certain on what i had connected to and i was taught how to call in protections and so many techniques Mm-hmm. that I could ensure that what was coming through me was pure. That mm-hmm. nothing else was interfering with it. And this is, you know, early days going back mm-hmm. this, over twenty years. I've been doing right. this. Right, well, right,
0: right. Yeah. And of course that gets it's into it amazing. gets into really interesting territory too when you talk about different consciousnesses because You know, of course, it. it, The way I explain it, and curious what your thoughts are, is it's sort of relative truths. Like you and I are separate. There's we can we can definitely see a a perspective where that that is a, a. true Mm -hmm. and you and i are one that is another perspective it's it's relative truth it's like these russian nested dolls so even these other (laughs) this other other consciousness right it it's Mm -hmm. it's still to some degree there's there it's oneness right it's a part of you but it's a part of you that is not sort of looking through the eyes of uh, you know source or god or the 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 most expanded perspective is that is that a fair way to describe it i
1: think Yeah, that's a fair way to describe it. I think that some of what is coming through has an agenda of their own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what is coming through this source is self-empowerment for everyone who encounters it. It's not piggyback on me. It is source your own strengths, your own divine connection and how to do that. How to do mm-hmm. it well, mm-hmm. and when you when you do, you are rewarded in just immeasurably. Mm. Do yeah.
0: you think uh, Do you think oneness is synonymous that you know what you're receiving? Uh, oneness, this this you know energy uh, consciousness that referred to itself as oneness. Would you say that mm-hmm. is synonymous with with God?
1: That You know, that was the first question I asked. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought, all right, I'm supposed to be transcribing the teachings of oneness. Uh, What is oneness? Is this God? And the the answer I received was interesting. Um, The reply was, as the drop of water is to the ocean, that is what oneness is. Mm. So I pondered that. The drop of water could not be other than ocean. Its very essence is ocean. And Mm -hmm. that is what we are. Mm
2: -hmm. We are
1: ocean with identity.
2: Mm -hmm. We're not
1: the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Although the whole thing comes in increments. What comes through and expresses these teachings through my vehicle through my body is vastly more complicated and more intense than what i connect to during a meditation so right. there there are definitions of this drop eventually there is an expansion that continues and continues as we put these pieces together as we ascend vibrationally up through the levels of what is not other than our own self. Mm. You get to experience some of the vastness of that. And yet it's not other than you. You experience it as yourself. It's oneness looking out through your eyes and you know it. That's Mm -hmm. what happens.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So that's the journey we're all on. That's That's the purpose of this ascension that we've referred to and we're experiencing and raising your vibration because Mm. you are able then to perceive what's going on around you, i.e. the world, from a very different perspective.
0: Right. And that's a key point. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, there. Uh, What I was going to say is that's, that's a key point is, you know, it's not just special people who are have the ability to access um this this expanded perspective this elevated perspective calling in more of their uh expanded higher self if you will Mm. um right everyone that is the journey that that we're (laughs) all on and of course yeah and some of us are gonna lead the way in your case you're leading the way you know in 1998 when this came through and it's Mm. it's You know, but from from the grand view of eternity, uh, I mean, someone who's just having those experiences now is it's it's you know like a a second later compared to 1998 having that type of experience, right?
1: The timing is perfect. Everything is in divine order. People experience things exactly when they're supposed to. Because had it happened prematurely, it would have been wasted. They wouldn't have been ready to put the pieces together and get it and take the huge leaps that are possible. You have to have done some homework first and worked on your stuff and released stuff and worked on an emotional level and all of the things that precede being able to dive into your heart Mm -hmm. and source what is really there. Mm -hmm. And um as you know i've just come out with a book that helps people to mm. transition from the concepts in the book oneness to the actual experience of touching into the divinity within you going
2: right right
1: from the conceptual to the experiential that's why that book was produced this is not just a book of poetry
0: right and powerful. you're talking about oneness oneness the meditations uh book yeah. book and, book and cd weekend, that you oh wow how perfect i'm so glad to be connecting with you as that's just happening and i think it's, yeah. it it really resonates as you say it because it's at some point we have to put the books down and have uh experiential you know uh experience actual spiritual experience directly and yeah. uh and that's really what your aim is here with uh, these meditations correct
1: yeah, people have people have done their homework. They've read a lot of stuff. They understand the concepts in theory. But what so many people are yearning for is to have the taste of it themselves, not just mm-hmm. to believe it, but to know it from their own experience of it. So that's where meditation comes in. That's where transitioning into the heart space, being... Vulnerable enough to surrender to receiving it. It's not just a matter of having the intention, yeah, I want to connect with my divine self. You have to be brave enough to surrender, to open Mm. yourself to receiving that contact, to actually ultimately merging with it. And when you do, your sense of you disappears. You dissolve into it. And that is, that is daunting when it happens. Yeah. 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 Because you come back, you think, oh my God, I was gone. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. totally gone. And I experienced myself as that higher octave
2: self mm-hmm.
1: that was me mm-hmm. in those moments. Right. And then you come back slowly, 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 you come back. It's affords you a time to digest that, to yeah. process that. what just happened? Yeah. you know and and to get ready for the next time, which mm. lasts longer
2: mm. and is
1: more intense. And so it mm. goes in increments, each contact, each taste takes you to another level. So, we are being eased into this transition of unifying with the divinity within us. We're not just being plopped in the
0: deep end
1: and told, yeah. okay, your God swims. <laughs>
0: you know, yeah,
1: not, right, right. <laughs> it's not like that.
0: It's like a caring really- parent, in some to some degree. And I think for a lot of people, that's intimidating, right? It's like I'm going to lose myself if I, you know, if right. the the drop that I am is dropped back in the ocean. What what exactly. if what about me? You know, exactly. And- Talk about fear of
1: death.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, you you actually your your self perception dissolves and disappears. And ultimately there's a real feeling of okayness about that. It's like you when it happens, ultimately you're ready. Right. It's not scary yeah. because you've done it enough times and it's it feels good. It feels right.
0: Yeah, and you know that's um, what we
1: all have to look forward to. This is the process. Once you start having your own contact, which is facilitated by this meditation book, it's—I should tell you—it's not just a book; it's a, a book and CD combination. The CD, the Meditation of Oneness, came out a couple of years ago, and I collaborated with composer Jim Oliver, who's quite well known in this country. He actually just won an, an Emmy um, for meditation and healing music. He's amazing.
2: Oh wow! Wow.
1: Yeah, he's absolutely amazing, and so he interpreted the very passionate and poetic passages that are in this collection in music. We came out with a meditation CD years ago, and then the emails started. Don't you have these written down someplace? <laughs> <I> <laughs> thought, okay. <I> think <laughs> it's
2: supposed
1: to be a book too to slow the process down, because, you know, an audio goes by really fast. Yeah. And sometimes people would just want to pause and linger on a passage that touched them. Sometimes right. something triggers you. It's like, wow, what was that? Something just happened. So in a book form, it's, it is laid out in verse and phrased exactly the way you hear it on the audio track. So people mm-hmm. can digest it and actually take the book separately if they want to, and do an open-eye meditation just with the words. So that was the concept of this book, and it's incredibly powerful because it takes you right into that space where your own personal oneness is there with a big invitation saying, please knock on the door, please visit.
2: (laughs) You're you're
1: welcome. (laughs) Yeah, right. So ready. They are so ready for you. That's what I found out. This is not just mm. me wanting it. It this is mm. a relationship with with right. something that is the love of your life. Yeah. None other than that. At the highest yeah,
0: that's, level. It's beautiful. You know, I saw a quote um recently and I wish I, I was just trying to search real quick to see if I could um pull it up to, to, to read it exactly, but it was really beautiful. And it says, you know, I'm not afraid of this process or death it might've been referring to. You know, anything that uh, I look at always becomes more like the, the caterpillar. It actually becomes yeah. a butterfly. The, you know, it, it's, it's, and it used like a bunch of examples. And it's like mm-hmm. when you, can sort of understand that perspective. Yes, you, you are going to be stretched in a sense, but it's, you've got this loving parent in a sense that is, uh, facilitating this process in it. No, nothing wants to harm you or destroy you. Or, you know, it's like this gentle, loving presence that, uh, that, uh, really cares you beyond anything you can fathom. Right?
1: That's it. You're in the embrace of something that feels so safe. Yeah. It feels so right. That yeah. You know it's okay to go with it. Uh, right. Many people have had these moments you know, in prayer and meditation, walking through the forest or whatever, where you know you have been touched by something there's no words for. Yeah. That's your reference point. That's the
2: contest, right.
1: yeah. So the opportunity yeah. is to be able to harness that and touch into it at will to make it make it predictable instead of random. That's the opportunity in these times. That's why we're on this journey and doing all this work and going through all this agony, feeling <laughs> back <laughs> the layers of what we're not.
2: In right. order
1: that what we really
0: are might be revealed, yeah. I hope so. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Can yes.
0: Do, now are you currently connecting with oneness on a regular basis and receiving Absolutely. information? Wow.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, oneness book two is in the works. Oh wow! It may, may take quite a while. Oneness book one. Um, took four years to complete. Okay. Gotcha. But then um, I had generous periods of time out so that I could experience what I had just written. Yeah. And actually, people should be prepared for that. This is not just belting through a book.
0: Yeah, definitely not.
1: You're going to feel like you want to put it down. You don't know why, Mm -hmm. but you want to put it down. That affords Mm -hmm. you a space of time to actually have an experience of what you just read. Yeah. So you're learning these concepts, not theoretically, but actually from your own experience.
0: Experientially, yeah. Yeah,
1: experientially. Well,
0: that was what drew me to the book so much to begin with, was because, you know, I originally read it, Um, 10 years maybe more ago and then sort of in my own journey it's like and then come circling back to it it's like oh wow a lot of this and it's why I've started referring to it as a guidebook to ascension is like as Mm I sort of feel like I've expanded into more and more and become you know the next grandest and greatest version of myself uh, (laughs) on my own journey I could reference back and say oh wow that is exactly how it played out that is exactly the sort of experience that I happen it's like hold on this this book is is like a it's 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 the handbook it's like telling me what to expect on this journey as i travel down this this road that is both unique to me but also like any journey if i go from you know california to washington dc there's certain things i'm probably can expect to pass along the way in a sense experience even though i may take different route than someone else right exactly
1: exactly Exactly, it, it is, you become the living illustration
0: mm.
1: of what you've just read in theory. Yeah. So, your mind is, is wrapping itself around these ideas, but to cement it, you are going to come forth with an experience, an yeah. unforgettable experience, often. And when yeah. you have an unforgettable experience, it is etched in your consciousness to the extent right. that maybe you don't have to do that again. <laughs> right, right. You don't want to you don't want to go through this twice. You want to get right. it really get it. And that's what Oneness was talking about. Okay. And it's that that kind of feeling. All right, now I now I know what they were on about. So that's what happens with this book, One is it it is setting the groundwork for you to have these mind blowing experiences
2: that mm-hmm.
1: will transform your
2: life. Yeah.
1: From yeah, you know, it, going from pothole to pothole down the spiritual roller path coaster, to, right? To, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to a little more smooth sailing. Yeah. Hopefully.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is being able to, you know, it can be a little intimidating too, right? When you're like, okay, and especially when you're reading the book and some of like, okay, here's Mm -hmm. some of the things you can expect to see that, uh, you know, aren't necessarily uh, all roses and butterflies by any means. It's like, you know, it's a bit of a, um, you know, you refer to it as sort of a a roller coaster, (laughs) right? Uh, This spiritual journey.
2: And a lot of upheaval
0: can come with that.
1: Someone wrote to me yesterday referring to the tsunami that was happening in his life. And it's just like that. It's yeah. like sometimes you feel like you've you've been wiped out. And that's not right. necessarily a bad thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah because
0: just when in, the caterpillar order, thought the world was over, it becomes a butterfly, right? <laughs>
1: exactly that. You, you have to expect a certain amount of destruction is going to happen to eliminate what's no longer relevant. It's not not ringing true anymore because we've ascended out of the range where that kind of experience served us. That kind of experience doesn't serve us anymore. So a lot of when we're witnessing the crumbling of so many things we took for granted all around us, being reflected back to us, in the world we share. This is purposeful. This had to happen in order for something strong and true and relevant to replace it. That's mm. where we're going. So people should not get bent out of shape because um, there's a lot of chaos, and the world sometimes seems to be a complete mess. That, there's a reason for that. Right. Right. It's go. It's going in. It's going in a good direction.
0: It's yeah. Just we're
1: we're we clean up the rubble afterwards.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. The, the caterpillar became a mess first as well. It literally melts mm-hmm. down into like a goo that the the, the imaginal cells <laughs> of the butterfly consume to it, actually all the pain and destruction that the caterpillar participated in becomes the fuel mm-hmm. for the butterfly to emerge. That's what it actually feeds on. Really? And I, yeah. Isn't that fascinating? At <laughs> wow. first what happens is I've talked, yeah, I, it, we've talked about this before and Ema wrote, a friend of mine has been on the show talking about it uh, a year or so ago. And I've talked about it a lot since just because I love it. Uh, When you realize like what happens is in the, in the caterpillar, these, um, these imaginal cells for the caterpillar is a sort of destructive being and consuming anything in its path and just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, eating, eating in and, and consuming everything. And, and <laughs> what happens within the caterpillar is all of a sudden out of nowhere, these different type of cells start appearing. They're, they call them imaginal cells, uh, perfectly mm-hmm. named. And, and these imaginal cells uh, pop up and the caterpillar cells see them as foreign invaders and destroy them. And then um and at first their success the caterpillar cells are successful in doing that, but then more Imaginal cells start popping up. And now they start working together. And eventually, mm-hmm. the imaginal cells become too much for the caterpillar and they overtake it by working together. And this is when it goes into its whole um, state of the caterpillar breaking down. Now, the caterpillar cells, the imaginal cells have sort of taken over, and the caterpillar cells literally uh, melt down into like a goo like substance that mm-hmm. is then what the imaginal cells. Consume all the destruction that came from those. That caterpillar is now the fuel that uh, basically turns uh, those imaginal wow. cells into what emerges as the beautiful butterfly. What an extraordinary story! Wow, isn't it? I isn't it? it? It's this one. yeah, wow. it really is. It's what we're doing, right? <laughs> we're, we are the imaginal cells waking up. Oh, I be. love it. We must yeah. be. wow! <laughs> what an image! <laughs> yeah, it really is. All right. Well, now seems like a good moment to take a quick minute to tell those of you who aren't familiar a bit about our sponsor Gaia. I've been a big fan of Gaia for many years now, which is why they're the only content provider I've ever reached out to in regards to potentially supporting this podcast. So needless to say, I'm very excited. They're now supporting the show. Gaia truly is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web. They have an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. Just to give you an example, on the show Missing Links, the incredible researcher Greg Braden explores all the biggest questions concerning who we are, where we come from, where we're going by connecting the missing links between science and spirituality to complete our understanding of humanity's history and to better understand the interconnectedness of all things. Awesome, right? And that's just one example. As you guys constantly hear me say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to go deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. I want to ask you about Enlightenment. A lot of people, you know, this is a, such a buzzword and there's so many different paths out there. And I think your path mm-hmm. is so interesting that you really sort of went within and and didn't, mm-hmm. you know, have very little external experience or influence. You know, you hear about yoga and meditation and Qigong and, you know, all these different things that you can do that, right. and it can be sort of too much and overwhelming for people. What What is your advice to someone who, you know, is looking for... Or the ideal path for themselves, and you know, and what does it mean anyway to be enlightened?
1: Well, those are two very good questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of threw, yeah. threw them together, didn't I?
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, talking about the the different spiritual paths first. There's so mm-hmm. much out there,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: what people need to do is stop listening to what other people are saying. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if a certain path is the be-all and end-all to your best friend. It may not be the one for you. So the the important thing is to tune into how does it feel when Mm -hmm. you encounter a a technique, a methodology, a teacher. Mm -hmm. Never mind that it's supposed to be the definitive great thing of the moment. Does it resonate with you? Because there is a match for everybody that that is a perfect fit. The opportunity is to find that for yourself. A path that that is your path. My path was not like anybody else's. I made it up as I went. And it worked out fine. So um, I would say give yourself permission to sample some stuff see what works, delve into meditation, find some good teachers and tune into how does it feel in determining whether you want to follow through with that. That's the important thing. Your question about enlightenment, that is a buzzword. And Mm -hmm. um, most people have no idea what they're talking about when they talk about being enlightened. If you're enlightened or something is enlightening, it doesn't mean that it contains great wisdom and that somehow the light just went on and you quote-unquote got it at a certain Mm -hmm. workshop or a satsang or something. Getting it is not enlightenment. That's a construct of the mind that that is awakening to an idea. Um, And yeah, it might have been huge. It might have been life-changing. But enlightenment actually refers to experiencing your divine self as your own self. Mm. It is the ultimate end stage of the spiritual journey. Buddha was enlightened. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: They say Ramana Maharshi was enlightened. That they were living it and practicing their spiritual practice to the extent that the merge was total and ultimately irreversible. They stabilized in that state and became the higher self, mm. what I call oneness in form. Mm-hmm. That's enlightenment. Short of that, you're on a spiritual journey with having amazing experiences, but um, to be able to claim somebody is enlightened, that is huge. So, yeah. That, that's a term that, that's being misused. Um, awakening is another term that yeah. is often misused. Awakening is the beginning, not the end.
2: Yeah. right. Like the
1: it's having your eyes open for the first time. Awakening. It's like, wake right. up.
2: <laughs> There's right. more going yeah. on here. There's a whole day ahead, ahead of you. Ahead of
1: <laughs> exactly. Just because you've had a momentary awakening or an aha moment, does not mean that you're done.
2: <laughs> yeah, game
1: over. It's not like that. It's like this is the beginning. That was the tip of the iceberg. Shall we go on yeah. the journey now? It's, it's right. like that. <laughs>
2: right.
0: Yeah. Wake up call. You know, I, I think uh, about the word enlightenment, and I think about a lot of what is actually in the book, and it's um, it's actually not about. Gaining new things as much as it is lightening your load and, and stripping away all the things that are sort of keeping you from uh, who and what you are, sort of all the layers of the onion that are masking your, your divinity and your divine connectedness. Yeah. And exactly. so it's it's take not taking life so seriously becoming you know as Jesus said lest she become like a child you can't enter the kingdom mm-hmm. of heaven and it's like become mm-hmm. childlike lighten up uh, lots of laughing p- taking away all the the ego <laughs> constructs that have really yeah. you know ego everybody's greatest obstacle or edging God out as I, I like to say mm-hmm. and oh, I love it's that. Um, <laughs> Isn't it true? It's like, yeah. it's it's the block and, and so it's like lightning taking all that away and stripping down mm-hmm. to what your essence is.
1: Yeah. Letting go of expectation and judgment. hmm Being able to be the witness. Yeah. To let it be perfect just the way it is without interjecting your, your own filter over an experience. Yeah. Just just Watch it. Step back from mm-hmm. it. Allow, mm-hmm. allow it room to breathe. And you see yeah. the perfection in some of this. Even though it's messy. And it mm-hmm. is. <laughs> Extremely yeah. messy. Some of it.
0: Right. right.
1: Um, it's perfect. And it's purposeful. Sometimes when you feel you've been clobbered, that's not a mistake. That's purposeful. Because yeah. what emerges from that experience... Is so much stronger and yeah. greater than it would have been without having been clobbered. Yeah. It's, some of it just shakes you to your core. Yeah. You think, what did I need that for? And right. I you, you did, or you wouldn't have created that for yourself to right. live through. Because you know we create all of this. Yeah. Even though you think, why would I have created that? That was terrible.
0: right right and then oftentimes you see the person who goes through something terrible and then that becomes sort of a foundational point for their their their, Mm -hmm. you know their future life work it's like you know if you've had the experiential experience of something that you want to you know teach about or you know if I want to be a um you know, drug counselor who helps people to get off heroin, it's probably, I probably have a little better uh, perspective if I went down that path myself, you know, and that was part of my journey leading to that. And so mm-hmm. I-, I feel if we can... um you know in those moments of where it's really dark and trying and difficult, we can bring this understanding and perspective to it and say, "Okay, I'm here, this is not easy, this is messy this is I'm getting clobbered, as you said, but yeah. i I trust this process, and I have faith this is happening for me and not to me and yeah. um you then That's you beautiful. have really that. moved into a new space in your own journey,
2: yeah. That's
1: it. Just you know, accept that there's no mistakes. This is all mm. purposeful. Yeah. Calculated to give you a leg up on this ride. Mm. Especially. Sometimes. The part. The,
0: and sometimes the <laughs> roller coaster dips down before it goes back up. <laughs>
1: that's, that's it. And it is such a roller coaster.
0: It
2: and is think, indeed.
1: Oh, okay. You know, it's like there's a clearance. I'm above the clouds. This is really nice. If only I could stay there. Yeah. But then it dips down again. You go yeah. for another loop. Yeah. And that's to be expected. It doesn't mean you've done something wrong. Yeah. It means mm. you're doing everything right. You've got the courage to be riding that roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And you score yourself points for that. Yeah. Because it's not easy. Yeah, it's it's painful sometimes. Yeah. So, um, for those people who are having a rough time of it, who are listening, know that you are in very good company. Everybody mm. else is having this happen too. Right. I, I can tell you from all the emails I get, they say, "How did Oneness know that that's exactly what's going on for me?"
2: Yikes. People turn <laughs> randomly
1: to a page in this book and read yeah. exactly what's going on in their life. How yep. did they know that this is exactly what I need to, to hear in this moment? I, I don't know. Yeah. But there mm-hmm. is such a powerful common thread going through yeah. all of these experiences. Know that you are not alone, those of you out there who are mm-hmm. having a rough ride right now. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people are having that experience in these times. The energies are so strong and it's bringing everybody's stuff to the surface where yeah. you can look at it, you can see what's really there and not just sweep it up uh, under the rug and hope nobody will yes. not notice. It, yep. you, you still have some stuff you haven't dealt with. Um, it's all coming out in the open now mm-hmm. and that's, that's important. So yeah, look at it and be honest with this, yourself about what's really there and that's how you let go of this stuff. Yeah, just by having the courage to see it straight.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and to face not, it, and not run. Kid yourself,
1: not kid yourself about. Yeah, hey, I you know I've done the work.
0: <laughs> yep, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a lot of what oneness talks about as well. You know, is you you, you feel like you've done the work, and you, you at times, and oh, I've I made it through that lesson. I finally got that one. Thank goodness that's behind me. And then there's. There's deeper levels of uh, transmutation mm-hmm. and finer refinement, <laughs> if you will, uh, in, in the process. and I it, think that's something yeah. that you we, we need to know about and be in being aware of that helps to make it yeah. you know so like you said, not beating yourself up, like, oh, what's wrong with me? I've done something mm-hmm. wrong? It's like, no, actually you've done something right that this is exactly. coming up for further uh, you know refinement and transmutation uh, again
1: and be prepared because as you progress in this the experiences you get served up are really doozies they are they don't get easier the lessons yeah. become very intense and when mm-hmm. they do you know that you're coming to completion on certain yeah. issues that you've been working yeah. on for years yeah you think like wait a minute how did i create that i thought i thought i was done with this kind of theme yeah it, It means when something like that happens in your life, that's like the final exam. Yeah. Like, okay, you think you're so smart? Let's see how you handle this one. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) It it seems like that. So be prepared. Don't think that, you know, you've blown it because somehow you've created a really horrendous episode. That's to be expected. That happens.
2: Find your courage.
1: That's, yeah, that sort of thing stops happening. It doesn't happen yeah. anymore. A life theme yeah. that may have woven through your entire life just suddenly wanes and stops happening. And that means you've done the work.
0: Mm, yeah, and
1: you can move on to other things. Mm, yeah, other kinds of experience.
0: So, one of the questions that I'm curious about is. You know, uh, well, I'm very excited to to check out book two when it comes out, and and even these mm-hmm. meditations. And we're even going to leave uh, this episode off with a with um, a, a mini one of the shorter meditations. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, from from the the new book and um, the audio for it, a "Breath of Surrender." If that's okay with you, and so oh, I, I'm very excited. Yeah, and I'm I'm very excited to to dig into those myself uh, more thoroughly, and you know, and of course the new book when it comes out, it, it, you know, one book two. Um, I'm curious, I- any sort of uh, a glimpse <laughs> or foreshadowing of what is being trend you know, transcribed yeah. to you that would be of interest. I mean, I, I know it'll all be of interest to yeah, to me well, anyway, it, and most true. of the listeners, but. <laughs>
1: It, it's huge, but basically it it starts where oneness leaves off. Okay. Assuming a person has gone through all the agonies, then what do you do? Your eyes are open. You've had some divine contact. Then what? That's what this book is about. How do you integrate a divine perspective into a material life? Right. That's what
0: this book is going to be about,
1: wow. and that's uh, most interesting,
0: <laughs> mm. most interesting. Is there yeah. any tidbits that you want to uh, share that are no. sort of? <laughs>
2: I'm not allowed. <laughs> I'm not allowed to.
0: <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. I'll wait.
2: <laughs> a work in
1: progress. <laughs> we were well, in the early days
0: of this gotcha yeah. gotcha well i'm sure i will uh get the the download and in, in divine timing and uh i always like to i was always the kid who wanted to peek uh on christmas eve uh <laughs> what he was getting uh so <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so um okay well i'd like to then maybe uh shift gears a little bit and hear. you know i love the listeners know i love hearing (laughs) stories of synchronicity or serendipity or you know positive paranormal stories and uh, Mm. something tells me you've got something up your sleeve that would just be a fun kind of story time uh to share yeah um actually when when you
1: let me know that you were going to ask me something like this. I didn't know exactly what it was going to be. Um, two examples came to mind of something that happened, two things that happened a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. It was my first inkling that I was creating my reality. Mm.
2: Um,
1: this, this happened, gosh, um, at least 25 years ago. I was... In a framing shop, I was having a map framed, mm-hmm. and in those days, I was counting my pennies and looking around at all the beautiful prints and stuff that were on the walls, and there were two prints that really caught my eye. There were water watercolors, and they were gorgeous, but there was no way in those days that I could have afforded them, so I enjoyed them. I'd go mm. into this shop... Every once in a while, you know, to pick up the things I was having framed. And I didn't enjoy looking at these beautiful prints on the wall. A couple of weeks later, or maybe it was even months, I walked into the flea market. I was in Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Oh, I lived in Nashville.
1: Did you? Yeah, I did
0: Yeah, I did. Um, That's where I first got oneness was in Nashville, Tennessee, actually.
1: (laughs) That's too funny. But anyway, there I walked into the flea market. There were those two prints that I had adored side by side framed under glass for $5 each. What? So help me. And I got goosebumps. Every hair on my body stood up because I realized... I had done something. So for Mm. me, that was the beginning. That was the tip of the iceberg because you have to ask yourself, how did I do that?
2: Yeah. (laughs) I knew
1: I did something. Like that was no accident. right? But yeah, it took several, many weeks between the inception of the, the heart connection with it, but not a fixation on having it, Because having it was out of the question. So I had no attachment to outcome. I merely enjoyed it without yearning for it. So that was one example. Many, many years later, I was in India, standing at a train station. And it was six o'clock in the morning and it was raining. And I realized I hadn't brought anything to eat with me. I was about to get on a long train ride. And I don't know Mm. if you've ever been on trains in India. You don't want to eat what's available on trains (laughs) in India.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Noted. Like
1: Not for human consumption. Um, (laughs) But I noticed in the distance on another track, there was a push cart. A guy was pushing a, a push cart with bananas on it. And I said out loud... And a kid next to me wearing a backpack heard it. I thought, gosh, I sure wish there were bananas on this track. Mm. Then a couple of seconds later, a train came barreling through that station with bananas, all green, poking out of every window, every door. Wow. The train didn't stop. It kept on going. And the guy with the backpack turned around and looked at me like, what the heck? Because he knew I had just said it. And suddenly there was a train packed with bananas. So actually be careful (laughs) how you phrase it. I sure (laughs) wish there were bananas on this track were my words. (laughs) Right,
2: right, right.
1: I got bananas on that track. I didn't get bananas in my hands.
2: Yep, yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny.
1: Yeah, but what's interesting is why, in the first example, did it take maybe a month to manifest those posters, whereas Mm -hmm. the bananas took a minute? Mm. I asked myself that question. What governed how fast you manifest something? And I realized that I wasn't the same person in the 10 or 15 years that had transpired between those two experiences. I had ascended, I was mm. at a different vibrational place yeah. in time when I manifested that, if you will. Right. When I had that exercise happen to me, I didn't bring the same vibrational variables to the moment yeah. in the first illustration as I did in the second. And that's why right. the bananas manifested instantly. Because in those 15 years, I was in a, a different vibrational place in time.
0: Right, right. Interesting. So, yeah, it's yeah, uh, those are, those are wonderful... Stories wonderful story so much fun and you know it's one of the it's interesting that you bring up the lag time between manifestations and i think um you know my own sort of perspective on it is uh, sometimes we're offering mixed vibrations which create a lag time (laughs) um sort of like taking the long route to get somewhere uh and uh, you know as i view it it feels like there is this ascension this quickening kind of happening that really is like um removing the veil between this dimension and you know beyond and so you know here in 3d typically there is this lag time but as this quickening happening the speeding up if you Mm -hmm. will um we're getting more like you know merged with uh, you know, beyond the physical dimension, which I, th- which is my yeah. own uh, logic as to why more and more people are able to connect with non-physical entities, and you know, have these sort of paranormal type things that are seeming more and more prevalent. And so mm-hmm. we're we're moving collectively. You had moved 15 years along, right? And we're moving collectively. And as we do, we're getting. You know, it's like the, it's not the same world it was 15 years ago. Um, A different it's kind l- of
1: experience. It was hard to make the connection. That you Mm. had actually created it when there was so much lag time between the inception of a concept, of a thought, of of a a yearning, a wish, and actually having it happen. So people didn't connect that they had actually created it because it it took such a long time. But now, under these conditions, it's instantaneous. You think it and you get it yep and so you can't deny that there that there's a correlation between it anymore. You know you yeah. did it. And right. The fun opportunity is to figure out how did you do that
0: right.
2: right
1: yeah, and to harness it and to be able to do to create what you want with it, yeah not just have it be random. that's that's what's happening now
0: the then the the newest uh you know, trend in art on our planet I believe will be the art of manifestation. You know Absolutely.
1: how I think one per- says this in the book.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where I heard it originally. I I I've heard it heard it somewhere. That's probably where I heard it. So it, yeah, yes. I, I really that really resonates with me. As um, you know, b- you know that that's it. You you know, everyone's like, okay, how good can I get at this manifestation thing and proficient at it, exactly. and uh, and what a fun fun. I can't think of a uh, an art form that's more intriguing mm-hmm. to me to to become uh you know my own picasso at (laughs) if you will Uh, you're creating yourself
1: you're creating your experience of physical life yeah and learning exactly how you do that
0: yeah and and, and much much (laughs) like the you know and as this veil thins, i feel like that is what it's like on the other side it's like we're non-physical entities that we create Instantly, And so it's like there's no question about the connected dots or correlation between our thought forms and the creation. And as that gap gets narrower and narrower here in 3D, now more and more people are saying, oh, hold on. These dots are easier to connect. Oh, hold on. I'm seeing more about my own creative power, my own powers of manifestation. And that Mm. is the thing that is, uh, um, you know, I think – leading the way to expedite us into this next next version, uh, this next chapter of humanity.
1: Absolutely. That's what these times are about, is learning mm. to get good at that. To know you've been, you've been gifted with the ability to have a beautiful life
2: mm-hmm. in these times. And Indeed. To
1: tune in when you do get it right and understand how you did that. Yeah. So yeah, that becomes the default setting for this phase of your life.
0: Wonderful opportunity. This has been absolutely wonderful, Rasha. It's everything I'd hoped it would be, and you know, I do have a couple other questions that, as we kind of wind (laughs) down here, and you know, one of those questions is, is. do you have a, a final message for the listeners? Is there something, you know, What what is the issue or question I'm not asking that you feel is most pertinent to to maybe discuss?
1: Oh, my gosh. I would say you're not who you think you are. Mm. You're absolutely not who you think you are. But also um, to let your listeners know how they can get in touch.
0: Ah, yeah, absolutely. You.
1: With me, with um, some of the really nice things that are available. Um, am I allowed to mention the Oneness website?
0: Oh, uh, will mention any and everything you can and think of.
1: Is onenesswebsite.com is just loaded with things you can sign up for. Most of it is free. You can sign up for email programs where you can get quotations with gorgeous pictures several times a week. For half a year or a year, there are several different programs. There's an online course that comes daily, actually through Daily Omic, brand new. And, cool. Um, yeah, I think it's only like $10. You, you get quotations and emails in certain uh, 20 different categories for a full year. Wow. Um, it's beautifully done, all, all different from the, the other programs. Totally different quotes and pictures. Wonderful than what's available in the other programs. That's there. There's an online store that we just came out with where you can buy the Oneness books and recordings for a lot less than on Amazon.
0: Okay, <laughs> and including and the new meditation, yes. We're including yes. the new meditations. I'm assuming book and CD.
1: Yes, that is. And the, the book and CD version of it is not on Amazon, I should tell you. The book-only version, there's two different versions of that book. There's so many okay. people you know, have the digital download. So we came yep. out with a book-only version. Um, mm. That's on Amazon. But if you want to have it together with the CD, it's available from the Oneness Online Store. And that's on the website, onenesswebsite.com.
0: And that audio, if if someone's like, uh, I don't have a CD player anymore, what or what's that? Because uh, there are yeah. those people, especially really young people, like CD, huh? What they can download yeah. the the actual audio f- of of the meditations yeah. as part go of to that CD purchase, baby. Okay, CD
1: baby has all the downloads of the oneness okay. material, the meditation CD, and the audio book of oneness. I should tell oh, you there's great. an audio book for people who love to listen in the car.
2: Yeah. Or
1: just don't want to read, they want to just close their eyes and experience a chapter. There's an audio book that's available as a download.
0: Great. And, and I will add, uh, add also, you know, of course, uh, I've been reading uh, sporadically from the, from the book for those of you who want to hear a chapter and then, you know, just get an idea. And then maybe you want to go and get the whole thing where you can listen on demand, uh, you know, uh, in, or in order, front to back, however. But um, so that's, you know, a lot of people probably already caught me, of course, uh, doing that. But some of you, if you have not, <laughs> stay tuned. So um, yeah. that is a way to get a, a little taste as well. Well, Mm -hmm. um, okay. Well, is there any any other?
1: You hear Russia's voice reading it. Yes, exactly. Much much more pleasant than mine, as you can as
0: you can tell. The AB testing here.
1: (laughs) That's the only difference. The the content is the same.
0: Yes, right, right, right. (laughs) Uh, Probably a little more polished coming from you too, since I'm like uh, doing it on the phone.
1: Probably a a higher. a higher octave of voice,
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Which I'm always, I, I am always uh, 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 a sucker for really sweet female, even in like lyrics. I mean, in in, in songs, like uh, that's like yeah. probably my go-to favorite is like singer-songwriter, female singer-songwriters. It's just like something about the the female voice <laughs> is just like so uh, beautiful yeah. and epic. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the meditation. The CD, the the album is in Rasha's voice too. But when I Mm. listen to it, I don't hear my voice. I hear one thing.
2: Wow, wow.
1: Yeah, because that's who did it. That's who did it. Right. I just, you know, I sort of just completely zone out on that. That is my voice. I Mm. don't identify it as that. So when when people listen to it, you know, let's see what they feel. open to the idea that this is oneness reaching out between the
0: lines. Yes. The the energy is there, right? It's it's
2: totally there. When you say between the
0: lines, that's almost like uh, I just mentioned music. It makes me think of that. It's like music is the silence between the notes, I've heard it said and it's it's a very interesting way to put it, right? And uh, same sort of thing. Yeah. Totally uh, well, Rasha, this yeah. has been so, so beautiful. Thank you so much for taking the time to connect. And I know, you know, it's been, it's, we've been talking about it for a minute too. And, you know, we even came close a long time ago. And then thank you to the, the listeners yeah. who made it happen, co-created this experience all these years later. And um, I do have um, one final question I would like to leave you with. And uh, it's the same question I always leave off with. Uh, what is the meaning of life according to oneness in 60 <laughs> seconds or the less.
1: What is of life? Um, life is the opportunity to experience yourself mm. in form. Yeah. Yeah. And to know mm. it. The question is, which version of self are you choosing to experience? Mm. Would you like to experience yourself as oneness? The meaning of it is the opportunity Mm. to know it, Mm -hmm. to experience the truth of who you are, to be a living illustration of what's possible. I would say that's the meaning of it.
0: Mm. Sign me up! Thank you. (laughs) That sounds (laughs) such a wonderful. uh, I love asking that question just to see here the variations that people give. Right, right. It's so good. Oh, well, thank you yeah, so well, thank much, Rasha.
1: again for inviting me to be here with you today. It's been years we've been playing with this. I'm so glad yeah. we didn't do this from India.
0: No. <laughs> yeah 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 I, I am too it was mm-hmm. in divine timing and you you have you know you've been weaving okay, through please. the the podcast for a long time now with your work and I so appreciate your willingness and openness to to you know allow me to share and to come on and share in this way and we'll certainly have to do this again at some point and um, you know when when the next That's book comes out beautiful. and uh, happy to, to to get the word out about that and um, if you're ever out in mm-hmm. California your way or if i'm in india i would love to, to cross paths with you in 3d
2: yep.
1: open invitation i'd love to meet you that would oh, be fun
0: someday we'll do it i, I we will it's, it's done so it is <laughs> yeah, so it is, <laughs> so is. Russia. Thank, thank you so so much i hope you the rest of your journey here in the states is beautiful and uh, until you. until next time journey well
1: thank
2: you you too
0: all right everyone well what i'm going to do now is uh play as i mentioned uh a breath of surrender this is uh a meditation of course if you're driving or anything you may want to pause it but or come back to it but this is an example from russia's uh new book and in, in the audio and the meditations you know oneness the meditations we've we've been referencing so um check this out hope you enjoy it i'm about to hear it for the first time myself so i'm so excited um Thank you, guys. All of you have a wonderful rest of your day.
3: You have captured the essence of this connection now. There is no sense of where this awareness begins or ends. You have come to the precipice of surrender. And rather than wait for the tide of divine love to push you over the edge and into the waiting arms of the eternal, you jumped You took the leap of faith. You recognized the truth in this inevitability, and you embraced it. This moment of wholeness and delight is not a new experience. We have been entwined in the gossamer wings of this love a thousand times before. We have flown to the heights of divine union in a myriad lifetimes. Wearing a world of faces and the trappings of identity. We have touched upon the infinite and eternal. And reveled in the rapture of that discovery more times than we dare imagine. Together we have chosen to forget the simple truth of it within the context of identity so that we might share in the ecstasy of the revelation of self-discovery yet again. Thus is the journey taken. An intentional plunge into the murky depths of ignorance. An extended foray into the details of yet another linear illusion. A belabored climb through the labyrinths of worldly existence. An extended dalliance through the agonies of doubt and denial an affirmation of the illusion of abandonment now and then just to keep the process teetering right on the edge that delineates separation from wholeness. And then, a headlong spill into the arms of this love just when we were convinced that all was lost. When our sense of purpose had been thwarted sufficiently. When our sense of the almighty ego had tumbled and fallen and was down for the count. When we were beyond despair and there was nowhere to turn, inevitably we turned inward. And the journey home began once more. It is no accident that these words have appeared before you in this moment. You have sought this affirmation. Without even putting the thought into words, your heart extended the invitation. It cried out in silence. And the prayer was cast adrift upon the ethers in search of this affirmation. This small, simple clue to the mystery of what is happening within you. This confirmation that you have not simply been dreaming. Proof that this unexpected detour in what you once believed was your life's path was not just a product of a wayward imagination. This is real. You are really here, opening your eyes into the dawn of this now moment, safe in the arms of oneness.